Good evening, good evening, good evening. Hey, Thanksgiving weekend, football, football, football. Coming live, Savage Sports Podcast. This is what we do every Wednesday, every Thursday, and every Sunday. Make sure that y'all are keeping up to date. So I'll sit there and ask how everybody's doing. I know we ain't got everybody tuned in just yet, but y'all catch up in a minute. Um, as far as me, my week has been good at Thanksgiving. Watched more football, watching football on Friday, Saturday, and even, even got my Sunday dose. So today, we're we going to cover this Saturday and Sunday dose since we hit a little bit of it on Friday, but not too much. Um, so what we're going to do, we're going to start off with our college prep. Interesting weekend, interesting weekend to say the least. I mean, not necessarily too bad. It wasn't a whole bunch of complete upsets. I mean, at least not for us, it wasn't any upsets because we call the majority of them. I mean, some of them were, eh, but, you know, I guess the biggest upset would be Ohio State, their game getting canceled. That's one we didn't completely see, but, hey, it happens. Uh, nobody's upset by that, though. Just you. We watch real football down here. <laughs> that might be true. That might be true. We, we still watching football, yeah. Michigan with the big L. Uh, hey. Harbaugh's got to be out, right? Harbaugh's got to be gone, right? I mean, are, are we are we done Michigan playing this game? Harbaugh's out, right? Yeah, he should be gone. Man. Like, legit, fire that man before Monday. He should be gone. Like, like what, Mandy fired their coach today. Fire Jim Harbaugh. Michigan fans, I can't believe that they're they're tolerating this. Like, how you you lost to a terrible team? Like, I, I I've got nothing else to say about Jim Harbaugh and what Jeremy Pruitt. I mean, he's probably fired too. Hey, if I'm as he should be, as he should be, can't argue with it whatsoever. Malzahn, I mean, I don't care what anybody says. Gus Malzahn should be fired. The beating Alabama gave them with no Nick Saban on the sidelines, fired that man. Yeah. Y'all been up with mediocrity at Auburn for far too long. Fire Miles on. He can't get fired. Miles on. He hasn't accomplished his goals yet. He can't get fired. I mean. Oh, they fired him. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Auburn, after getting embarrassed like that, they meet. They meet and meet. Yeah. They need to fire. Malzahn. Malzahn is a terrible coach. I've always said he's a terrible coach, and he gets lucky, and he gets – he'll beat Alabama every once in a while, and he just lucks into it, and it's time for him to go. Him, Harbaugh, and Pruitt, that's my three job openings I look to see at the end of the year. I mean, but this is not the year for coaches. Whether you want to blame COVID or not, it is not the year for coaches, but <clears> – <throat> They should have their teams prepared regardless. I know you don't get the whole training camp. I know you don't get all that extra spring training and everything, but your team should be ready unless you've done like some of the bigger schools, Buckeyes, Alabama, some of the players from FSU, I mean, Texas, Oklahoma, some of those bigger schools that lose 13 out of their 22 starters. I mean, you should be prepared regardless. Your offense didn't change that much unless you literally had a new coach. Yeah, I let all new coaches slide this year because of COVID, because of non-fall. 
after no spring, no fall practice. But guys like Jim Harbaugh, Gus Malzahn, they've had plenty of time. Plenty of plenty of time. They need to get fired immediately. Yeah. Yeah. They they should. I mean, it all depends on who they're looking at. I mean, uh, I'm saying there are a couple of good coaches. You got Liberty's coach who's probably looking to move up. You got Harbaugh has his opening position, like you said. Uh, I will say Coastal Carolina, maybe their coach is looking to step up somewhere. They've had some good, good seasons coming up. Maybe a couple of the Pac-12 teams, their coach is looking for a couple of bigger schools versus lead, like playing against all the smaller schools that even test their pedigree, as you could say. But, I mean, let's be real. Unless it's a big name, they're probably not going to go for it. Unless they're completely proven, they're probably not going to go for it. The NFL is probably luckier to sit there and take some of those coaches than any of the other college teams because they're like, eh, no, he doesn't fit what we like. No, if he's a winner, he's a winner. Call it what it is. Let's talk about this top four for the playoffs. I want to get into this. You got Alabama, Notre Dame, Clemson, and Ohio State. Go Buckeyes. <laughs> Be there right now. And I think no Big Ten team deserves a shot. I mean, Ohio State's played, what, three or four games? Yeah. The season's about over. They're not making up any games. Alabama, Notre Dame, Clemson, all three have played a full season. Uh, Ohio State's got to get out of there. They got to bump them out. I hate to say it, throw BYU in, bump Texas A&M up, something. But get Ohio State out of that top four. No disrespect to Ohio State. They're a great program, but chalk it up to your conference. They They're 4-0 right, right now. They're 4-0 right now. I say if they can actually play another They're four games. They're not going to play another – they're not going to play a full schedule. No, but if they can get in another four games, they at least give them eight games on the season, which should be enough for justification. You still got eight no teams aren't even in that top five yet. Nine no teams. Nine no, which is BYU, which their conference kind of screws them out of it. So, um, Cincinnati. Yeah, but BYU don't play anybody. Cincinnati yeah. don't play anybody. I know. That's why I said their conference kind of screws them out of it. Other than that, if you took Ohio State out, you're looking at A&M, Florida, Miami, possibly Georgia. Who's A&M's only loss? Alabama. Right. That's it. That's the only team that's beat A&M so far. Yeah. So, Florida, they got beat by A&M. A&M should be above them. Alabama's going to beat Florida in the SEC title game. So, at the end of the day, the real top four should be, in my opinion, uh, Bama, Notre Dame, Clemson, and Texas A&M. That should be the top five, four right now, teams in the playoffs. Uh... I would drop Texas A&M and Florida out. Well, and this is one that – Your only loss for A&M is Alabama. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I it's for Alabama, but – Two SEC schools being in it, but at the same time, you can't just say, okay, well, we're Ohio State. We played what? We're going to round it up. No. Two more games. Let's just I wasn't going to give it to Ohio State. I was going to say give it to Indiana. Indiana ain't played that much. They are, they're five and one. They've played six games already. They're literally two games behind everyone. You got to give it to Ohio State if you can give it to Indiana. No, I say screw the Big Ten. Screw them. 
they sat out. They decided they weren't going to make games up. Screw them. I won't disagree with that one. But if you're going to do that when you're looking at these other guys are having to play. Right? Okay. But if you're doing that, you're looking at doing the same thing that we had this year, like number five ranked UNC at that point. You got teams that are ranked that possibly should not have been ranked and you're putting them back in the same situation. So it's not going to be a playoff situation at all. It's literally going to be two teams literally fighting for it. You might as well move it back to the old school system and just have top two teams, Alabama and Notre Dame right now. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. There's, there's a better way to do it, what they're doing it right now. And I know COVID's new and kind of hit everybody that left field. But Clemson played without Trevor a few games. You know, I, I don't know. I don't know what that Ohio State's game canceled, right? I don't know if they had one player get sick or if they had seven players get sick. You know, that's, that's a difference, right? You know, or if it was just they, if it was just their head coach, then that's completely different also. Yeah, I'm going to play without Saban this weekend. I will say this much. If they can't make eight games during the regular season, then they should not make it in. They've already canceled two. If they can't make eight, then they should not even make it in whatsoever. And if you don't want to give it to two SEC schools and two ACC schools, then you know what? By all means, let BYU and Cincinnati in. Yeah. What's it going to hurt? Utah stepped in and done it. It ain't hurt. But I really didn't see much on the college football side. The Florida won, Bama won. Uh, Florida State got canceled. Thank, thank God I didn't have to watch them. They didn't ruin my Saturday again. It's two Saturdays in a row. Go COVID. COVID <laughs> me from the now. I ain't got to watch Florida State's trash ass walk out on the field. Uh, no, serious. Uh, let's see who else. Clemson did what they were supposed to do against Pitt. You know, they beat them handedly. Uh, yep. Game one uh, in a close game with North Carolina. North Carolina's bipolar. Uh, yeah. But then they ran right there with Notre Dame the whole game. I think that's going to be Notre Dame's downside. They're going to be. Um, Notre Dame's going to get that butt waxed by Clemson in the uh, ACC title game. Yeah. I will, I will say one thing. My giant killers are still doing big things right now. They're still doing big things. Iowa State. Them Cyclones. Yeah. Yeah, I like Iowa State. They got a good coach. Yeah, they still took out Texas. I know I got some friends probably mad at that one, you know. Texas is Texas. That's supposed to be that state's team regardless of what is happening. But, hey, Cyclones came in, done again, back-to-back weeks knocking off Giants like they're not supposed to. Um, Oregon. I, I will say this. I'll bring up Oregon. Oregon versus Oregon State. Yeah, they lost, right? Oregon State beat them. Yeah, how long has it been since Oregon State has really beaten Oregon? It, <laughs> Oregon had become dominant pre-Mariota, post-Mariota, and – Oregon State knocking off Oregon. The Beavers. I remember playing NCAA college football, man, and sitting there seeing Oregon State, and it's like, why would anybody even want to go over there? They have nothing. Their team was full of like D and D ranked minus people. I'm like, there is no way in the world. <laughs> I will also say this: 
that was the worst uniforms I've ever seen on the field. It looked like somebody went crazy with highlighters on both teams. I hate Oregon, though. I hate them. Hey, I will not say anything. Aside from Miami, Oregon has the number one uniforms as far as it goes. You crazy as hell. Who else got them beat besides Miami? Hey, man, Florida State's got some fly uniforms. I know oh, my God. Homer. That helmet's tight. Michigan, I like Michigan's uniforms, believe it or not. I like the helmet. Look, Oregon has a uniform for every game of the season, plus some. <laughs> they got a little sister and all that crap in their closet it ain't worth nothing. Yep. They have a uniform for everything. You know how many trophies they got in their trophy case? Maybe one. Zero. Maybe even that. You really um, jump on some NFL? Because I, I owe somebody an apology. I don't know who that would be. Yeah, let's go ahead and do it. Um, I don't think there's anything else I really want to talk about. Like I said, the only shout-out I'll give to is Coastal Carolina. They went in and knocked off Texas State. Texas State has not been bad, but the way they knocked them off, 49-14, to 14, that's a testament to what their coach is doing, even if they're in the Sun Belt. They're 9 know this season. Well, that's that, the NFL, yeah. NFL side of things, I owe – Kirk Cousins an apology. Because I've been calling him trash all year. Kirk Cousins led probably one of the most beautiful drives I've seen all season. Captain uh, it was the Panthers, but man, that was a good play. What you think I was going to apologize to Henry? Bump Henry. You ain't got to apologize to the Russian leader, man. He's going to do what he has to do anyway, so it doesn't even matter. I'm worried about Henry. But that was a good game with the Vikings and the and the Panthers. If you didn't get a chance to watch it, it was a great game. It shouldn't even have been a good game, though. No, it should have. But it no. I mean, they got Dalvin Cook. I mean, what what else do they really need? Dalvin didn't do much this game. Hmm, I saw that. I was shocked. I, I saw that. My Rams lost. Golf didn't do nothing. Dalvin didn't do nothing. They both – Killed my fantasy teams this week. I, I will ask you this question. Dalvin didn't do nothing. What about Henry? What did he do? I didn't get a chance to see. Hmm. That's okay. that's oh, oh that's cool because I'm pretty sure he had like three touchdowns, like a hundred and like sixty something yards. I mean Titans beat the Colts. That's all we need to talk about. We need to talk about all that. We don't want oh. more people Henry might have or might have not done. I haven't seen it. I can't confirm these stats. I apologize. Derrick Henry had 178 yards, which is 110-ish more than Dalvin Cook, but that's just apples and grapes, so we ain't going to touch that. You know, Henry killed it. Henry killed it against a good defense today. The The thing with, with Dalvin Cook is when the Vikings get to play him from behind like they do, they did today, Dalvin sees less touches, and he did. Full uh, power to the Vikings, they won. But they didn't – when they're playing down, uh, they they don't really run that much. Uh-huh. Hey, yeah. look, yeah, would you want to talk – Vanessa Griffin, you want to talk about the Cowboys? So we come in this chat talking smack. We already talked about the Cowboys. We, we passed that one. Cowboys. Look, I will leave it at this. Derrick Henry is a beast. Tennessee came in. 
Tennessee came in and done what they were supposed to do the first time they played them. It really doesn't even matter the first game now because after this game, AFC South is being controlled by Tennessee at the moment. Um, I, I, my game that caught me by surprise the most was me and you both hit wrong on this one, Sam, completely. Las Vegas Raiders versus Atlanta Falcons. Atlanta Falcons. <sighs> 43 to six. How does the Raiders come in, hang with the Chiefs both to both games, regardless if they have their card or not, and then they lose to Atlanta, who can't even recover their own onside kick? You, you know what I think with the Raiders? I honestly think it's time to say goodbye to Derek Carr. He's the last piece they got remaining. I mean, you got rid of Khalil Mack. Why not get rid of him? Carr is just. He's too up and down. I don't think he fits what Gruden wants to do with that offense. No, I mean, he makes it work. Whenever he makes it work, it works. But now it's – they can't get rid of him now anyway. They're not going to have a high enough draft pick to sit there and get someone that they do want and try to pressure him in to start him right off the bat. So they're going to have to keep Carr or make the trade out and give Mariota another chance to see if he fits Gruden's offense. Oh, get James. Nobody wants Jamison. Get Jameis Winston off the Saints bench. Yeah, did you watch that game? That was the most boring first half of football I've ever seen in my life. I would rather – what do they call the five, four- and five-year-olds? What is that, peewee? Yeah. Where they just run in circles. I would rather watch five hours of that than that first half for the Saints Broncos ever again. That was so boring, man. Neither team's got a quarterback because they refused to play Winston. That – the Broncos were stuffing that little college offense they was trying to run with Taysom. That, that hey. game was boring. But just, the, the Falcons-Raiders was a shocker. I can't believe it. Yeah, I'm all over the place right now. There's too much happening today. That's that stuff that gets coaches fired right there. Speaking of people getting fired, how about Jacksonville? Let go of their coach or their GM, better yet. GM, yeah, they fired the GM. They lost, let's see, to the Browns 27-25. Yes which their whole team has been in turmoil since the beginning of the season. It started by trading in Gawkway and then um, letting Fournette go. Then you let Nick Foles go on free agency. At the, well, trading Nick Foles, as a matter of fact, and ran with old Mustache, who isn't even playing right now. And then you start two different quarterbacks the past two weeks. Their only bright spot on their team is DJ Chark and Robinson, their running back. Robinson, their running back, has pretty much been their only consistent player. Because they haven't Tank had anything Trevor. else. Tank for Trevor. Tank it. Tank the rest of your season. Finish below the Jets and go get Trevor Lawrence. Solve your quarterback problems. Yeah, but Lawrence has to declare point blank. And if the Jets have the first overall pick. If the Jets don't get him, uh, that, that, puts, that puts him in the Jags' hands. True, or another team in the NFC South. You got Washington, you got Dallas, you got the Giants, and who am I missing? Washington, Dallas, Giants. God, who is it? Who am I missing from that division? Philly. Philly, yep. Yeah. Giants ain't going to take them. Washington could use them. 
Dallas probably needs another quarterback right now, depending on what happens with that, because Andy Dalton is not going to be the answer whatsoever. Um, hey, that's a possibility. He can land at any one of those places. But I do not see the Jags getting Trevor Lawrence unless he makes it completely clear and the Jets say, hey, we just don't want the headache and go ahead and trade away that first-round draft pick to Jacksonville for about two or three draft picks and maybe one next year then. But Jacksonville has had no luck, no luck whatsoever in drafting quarterbacks in the first round. Yeah, that is very true. Blake Bortles. What about the Patriots? <laughs> what about the Patriots beating the Cardinals today? That, that's kind of my shock for the. Uh, Cam sucks. That is very true. That's as easy as I can put it. Cam sucks right now. And the fact that they even beat the Cardinals, I don't – it's surprising. It's upsetting, honestly. It really is. I don't understand how that one happens. Like a game that Arizona must have and New England goes out and beats them. The only issue for Arizona when they play New England, New England typically handles scrambling quarterbacks. I have not really seen any quarterbacks ever really that's a scrambler do well against New England. I mean, I'll even go as far as Deshaun Watson, but he's more of a pocket passer first than he is a scrambler. If Kyler Murray isn't outside the pocket, though, he doesn't really make a whole bunch of plays. So they, they, they might have shot themselves in the foot, but I did not expect New England to win that game whatsoever. I didn't expect my Rams to lose to the sorry 49ers, but that had... Yeah, they kind of let me down. I don't know if that's Jared Goff or if that's McVay. Goff played like crap today. and it's, it's I'm not a fan of McVay's offense. I, I don't like what he runs. Uh, he's got two great receivers, and I just... I, I don't know. That's... Cam Akers had a good game, though. Yeah, he ran off for 84. Yeah, I think he had, like, some 15 to 18 carries, 84 yards on a touchdown. His second NFL touchdown, his first game last week. But the Rams are they're bipolar, too. They they shouldn't, lo- they shouldn't lose to San Francisco, which now the West is back wide open again because the Cardinals lost today. Uh, hey, I just want to let you know, Miss Griffey said she called it. She had no faith in your Rams. Uh, <laughs> and you got uh, the Rams have lost, so now the West is back open again. Yep. It's going to come down to that last game of the season or a head-to-head in that division for someone to sit there and take it and run away with it. I don't I see think- it being a clear-cut runner right now if, if stuff like this is happening. If Arizona's going to be by New England, San Francisco, who's completely broken right now with their backup quarterback, is going in and knocking off the Rams. It, it's going to be a toss-up in that division. Turnovers killed the Rams today. Hey, if, if they can't hold on to the ball, it's going to cause any team to lose. Turnovers sit there and do it. We hit on the turnovers before. We saw that. Titans and Pittsburgh were leading in the turnover ratio right now. I don't know if that had a whole lot to do with the game. I know they did have some picks with Tennessee, but turnovers are always going to cost someone the game. Very true. I do want to hit this one. 
about, what was it, week six, Miami decided to bit, bench Fitzmagic in favor of Tua. Oh, Tua turned his knee over. And then Tua gets pulled out in the game against Denver, which they lost. Fitzpatrick comes in this week, and they win. Granted, it's against the Jets, but 20-3. Now, I will say I am not a fan of their coach. Miami's coach is doing wonders for them, but I am not a fan of their coach specifically because he said, yeah, Fitzpatrick stepped back up, you know, when Tua's thumb was his throwing hand, his thumb was hurt and everything. He done just enough to get us to win. Get out of here with that. Get out. Tua's trash. (sighs) Fitzpatrick has gave y'all a winning record pretty much this whole time. There has not really been a game he has not performed for y'all. It has not. He might be old. You might want to groom to it. I got it. Whatever. Cool. You trying to sit there and see what you got for your investment on drafting a broken quarterback. Whatever. Understood. But if he's not giving you a reason to doubt him, even still, after y'all benched him, and then he still comes in and still performs, mm-hmm. y'all are being stupid to put him back on the bench regardless of whatever to have done. He passed for more yards in this game, I think, than Tua has in the two or three games he's played. Yep, Tua's trash, bro. I, I called it. I've been said it. Tua is trash. I mean, I give him the benefit of the doubt. Give him one more year on the bench. If Fitzpatrick still wants to play next year and you hold on to him, whatever. Let them fight it out in preseason, training camp, whatever else you want to do. But if Fitzpatrick is still doing his thing, let Fitzpatrick do his magic. Sit Tua. Ain't the first time a, a rookie quarterback has sat on the bench behind the starter. That's how most of the good quarterbacks were made. Hey, Steve Young sat behind Joe Montana for a long time. Oh, yes, he did. Oh, yes, he did. And then what happened? Steve Young came in and said, I'm still young. <laughs> Steve Young was a great quarterback. Yes, yes, he was. Uh, so let, let's hit this one. Tampa Bay. What is it, a three-game losing streak? Lost to the Saints, uh, lost last week to the Rams, and then Kansas City comes in and tries to give it back to him at the fourth quarter. Mahomes setting pass records in the first half. Tyreek Hill literally demolished their secondary. Let's just call it like it is. Tampa Bay can beat up on all the weak teams on their schedule, but when they play a good, good teams, they fold. Let's just call it like it is. I don't, I, don't think, argue. I don't think Bruce Arians the guy. I don't think he's a good coach. He's a 50-50 for me. I say 50-50. He came from Arizona, right? Initially? Yep. When, they, when he was with Arizona, he was pulling some – he was pulling some tricks out of his back. I will say that. He did have a decent team. He had Larry Fitzgerald in his prime. The biggest issue I think they had during that point was trying to find a solidified running back and a set quarterback. I think that were the two. That was his two big issues that he never had. Because defensively, he had a defensive monster down there. That was Patrick Peters in his prime. He had um, the hybrid safety linebacker. Um, I think he had Calais Campbell with him. So he had a good team. Very true. He just didn't finish. And I see that being the problem right now. 
he ain't finishing over at Tampa Bay, regardless if he has Tom Brady or not. Tom should have retired. It's not the quarterback in Tampa. It's the daggum O-line. Right, one day people are going to say, you know what, Sam was right. And it wasn't Jameis' fault because we ain't got Jameis to blame no more in Tampa because that's who the scapegoat was last time, right? Last year it was Jameis this, Jameis that. So line, man. Give Jameis his due. It's not him. It wasn't yeah. Him but they've thrown like 30 less interceptions, though. Brady's broke his record already. <laughs> right, right. Brady's up to like 14. Yeah, Winston throws like 27. Winston threw 30, but he also threw 30 <laughs> touchdowns. So you had a 50-50 shot that he was going to either throw a pick or a touchdown. That's not a good ratio. Every time the man dropped back to pass, he was running for his life. True, I mean, true. Yeah, he made bonehead mistakes because Winston wants to make the play, and that's where Winston's interceptions came from. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree with that one. All right, let's hit two more. I do want to highlight one at the end of this besides Green Bay. New York Jets, I'll count this as one. Well, not New York Jets, New York Giants. They won today. Guess what that puts them in the division? First place. First place with a losing record. And they barely won. 1917 was the final on that one. Yep. Against Cincinnati Bengals, they lost their starting rookie quarterback. Apparently, the backup came in and said, hey, you ain't the only one that could really do it. But New York Giants. Maybe make it to the playoffs. Right now, it looks like Washington and New York are going to be the two teams that have a chance to make it to the playoffs. Yeah. I, I don't. Mean, they'll get put out first round. It just sucks that a good team, a deserving team, is not going to make it. One of those teams are. Yeah. The only bright spot between those two teams actually making it is they both have good to decent defenses. And that is literally their saving grace in any game. Like all their close games against even the power, the power teams has been a run for the money. I think Washington's got blown out once or twice, but they have a stellar defensive line, which makes it a little bit easier on the cornerbacks. And then New York is just flying everywhere whether it's on the secondaries or a defensive lineman or two, but they have pieces in all three play, well, in all three forms of it on the DBs, linebackers, and on the D line. So if they do make it, whichever one of those teams make it, they're probably going to lose hands down. I'll I, I give you that one. But whoever they play is going to have to worry about them on the defensive side. Yeah, I agree. I think it's a loss, though. I mean, it's a, yeah, it, it's a loss. Definitely a good team that deserves to get into the playoffs. Won't be able to like a team from out in the West because of this. Yeah, because technically, I think you have three three playoff teams in the West Division: Rams, Seahawks, and Cardinals. Are all three playoff teams, in my opinion. They are. They are right now. Only two of them are going to make it, though. That's the downside. Only two of them gonna make it. So what's what's the last game you want to touch on, Adrian? Last game I want to touch on today. We hit part of it, but Tennessee. The Colts, pretty much one of the top defenses, came in, handled them 
First week they played, no punters, special teams is horrible for the Titans. I'm pretty sure everybody, including you, picked the Colts to win. Now, Derrick Henry showed out the first half. He did. Second half, he pretty much finished it up. But it wasn't necessarily Derrick Henry that was doing all of this. Henry was a beast, hands down this game. But A.J. Brown, A.J. Brown gets my player of the game. Not only did the dude break a 70-yard touchdown off a catch, slant route, and just outran everyone. Coming down fourth quarter, two minutes left, the Colts want to sit there and try an onside kick. Onside kick. I, mean, I can't even think of what Dallas is the only one. Oh, yes, he did. Yes, he did. He called it off the hop, took it to the crib. Gang. Hands down. The dude, the dude were magic. Like, I was waiting on Corey Davis to step up. Granted, he has stepped up this year. John Smith was a non-issue, non-factor in this game whatsoever besides blocking. But A.J. Brown is literally the player of the game or player of the year as far as the Titans should be concerned, even if he missed the first four. Derrick Henry is still doing Henry things. He's got 1,200-some yards rushing, whatever. Got it. Henry was a beast, which therefore, Rita Brown. But when do you see somebody take an onside kick to the house? When? Never. <laughs> Never. Normally they catch it and fall on the ground. He caught it in stride, hopped, and sit there and waved everybody bye-bye. If Titans put like this every single week, then they could be a contender to go deep into the playoffs again. They knocked off Baltimore. They lost to Pittsburgh. Lost to the Colts. Came back. Knocked off the Colts. So if they could finish up this home stretch – Ain't going to be completely easy games. I don't believe so as far as their schedule went. They can push for a legitimate spot to have a weaker matchup to begin off the season. So, me as a tight spin, I'm excited. I want to see them go back. Even if they have to face Kansas City first round, whatever, I really don't care. Kansas City is not the team they were last year. Pittsburgh would be their biggest vote that they would have to play, but Pittsburgh has a bye, so they're going to have to fight their way all the way up through to the AFC Championship if they get that far. Hopefully they get that far. I'm, I'm banking on my team, so that's what I want to see. Other than that, we got uh, Monday night, Seattle versus Philly. you even want to talk about that game? Uh, I think Seattle's going to win that one pretty easy. I'm going to give Seattle a 21-point difference. They're going to win. Yeah, I think they're going to beat them like a drum. Yeah, we'll, we'll classify this last one as the game of the week since we ain't going to talk to y'all until Wednesday otherwise. Baltimore versus Pittsburgh. No Lamar. Uh, no J.K. Dobbins. No Mark Ingram, I believe. And on top of that, Baltimore is getting fined. Pittsburgh should blow them out. Pittsburgh's going to stay undefeated after Tuesday. Yeah. I'm not sure how far the COVID reached over towards their defense. If they're missing any of their defensive line, then Baltimore is literally going to be in a world of hurt. I, I don't see them doing much to even be competitive in this game unless uh, RG3 decides to come out and say, hey, I still got something left in the tank. And him and Hollywood Brown and Des Bryant 
Yes, I said Des Bryant, former Cowboys player, decides to come in and do some magic. But Pittsburgh has a nasty defense, especially on the Russian side of it. So I see RG3 running for his life. I concur. Yeah, Steelers, I think, win easily. Seahawks yeah. and Steelers both are going to get some easy dubs. Next yeah. Today. The only benefit anybody gets. <laughs> Chicago. Like they should be right now. It's 27-10 halftime. I'm sorry, Hector, that your Chicago Bears are losing, but you should be used to it. It's one of those things. You you haven't seen him. He'll he'll get on there every once in a while and go say, "Go Bears." He's gonna kill me. Just so y'all know, yes, it might be my father-in-law, so he's definitely gonna kill me. He'll be a Steelers fan next year. Well, not even a Steelers, but possibly a Titans fan. <laughs> Don't worry, I'm gonna convert Sam too. He'll be a Titans fan. Never. Out here, boys. <laughs> yeah, but it's it's not gonna be pretty. Baltimore is gonna get blown out. The only plus that anybody gets from this game is if Baltimore decides to give half of Pittsburgh's team COVID or something like that, and give other teams a chance to get that number one spot for the bye week. <laughs> Very true. Now, wishing them the Steelers, but. For all the other teammates, yeah, they probably like, man, let something happen to them. Yep, converted to wiping. That's how it happens. <laughs> Anything else you want to touch on, Sam? Nope. Uh, I think we just about covered it all up. Uh, it was a good weekend for football. College, not so much. Uh, a lot of good games got canceled. But NFL, uh, outside of that Saints game, uh, pretty good. Pretty good uh, ball got played this weekend. Yeah, I still understand they won 31-3 with 78 passing yards. <laughs> Neither team had a quarterback. <laughs> oh, I know. I know. I had Kamara. He got me like a total of six points. <laughs> That's not normal. <laughs> that is not normal. Um, well, hopefully, hopefully next weekend we'll have some good college football to talk about on Wednesday night. Hopefully not everything gets canceled. When we get a full weekend of college football, uh, we are on iTunes. You can catch us there. We are on Spotify and any other podcast outlet where you listen to music. Uh, Don't forget about our YouTube channel if you miss us on the live. Uh, That's about all I got, Griff. Uh, Last thing for me, shout out again. Tyreek Hill, an amazing game. May Holmes. Well, Mahomes, congratulations on their record. Aaron Rodgers is pretty much second on that list now as far as um, completion percentage, as far as QB rating. A.J. Brown. I know his shout-outs. Shout-out to the Green Bay defense that scooped that fumble and scored then. Hey. So I got y'all defense this week. <laughs> yep, definitely shout-out to y'all. And my biggest shout-out, again, it goes to Fitzmagic. Former player for eight different teams, and each team that you went on, you still conducted magic. Right now, Miami is probably the best one that you've been with besides the time you went 5-0 and with the Bills. So, shout out to you. Keep it up. That's all I'm going to say. Other than that, hey, we'll see you on Wednesday. Tune in. We'll hit you with some college. Like Sam said, hopefully we ain't got all the teams canceling because of COVID and everything. So. And this is my own artwork back here. So this is what I was doing all day long, making sure that my Titans knew it was up. <laughs> this ain't 
this ain't my artwork. I just bought it from the store. <laughs> I ain't doing that much. That's too much. <laughs> Until then, hey, we'll see everybody on Wednesday night and for our college. And then Thursday, we'll see you for our NFL. Everybody enjoy the weekend. I hope everybody had a good Thanksgiving. If you're traveling back tonight, be safe. Y'all have a good one. All right.